Manscaped.com for those fellows that are reaching down there during the game, halftime. I know mine kind of gets to the point in the second quarter where I just need some comfort. You're reaching down, you feel a little bit of weeds. Why not get the Weed Whacker package from Manscaped.com? Use the promo code TEXANS. All right, guys, welcome to another edition of Texans Bets. Uh, we are obviously in a bye week, so a little bit of a different uh, you know, podcast this week. We'll recap you know, our bets from last week uh, and uh, talk a little bit about what you guys could be looking at uh, through the week on a bye week, uh, maybe some things within the division and things like that. But, Kyle, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I mean, you know, this is, to your point, it's a good opportunity to – pull up and see what we've done as Texans bets so far this season, but also, you know, just a little bit. I don't think we need any more commentary on how the team has done, but I've got some pretty interesting stats on how both the Texans and the AFC South have done, you know, against the spread, so kind of betting this season, and, and they're they're pretty atrocious. They mirror, unfortunately, they mirror the fortunes of the Texans, um, so we can talk a little bit about that, but... Yeah, I mean, just to recap really quickly, last week we, we, we blew it. We lost. Um, we had the under – or sorry, we had the over 57. So, you know, again, for folks not used to betting, that's both teams' total uh, points combined added up together. Um, we said it was going to be greater than 57. We thought that, you know, two relatively weak defenses, two relatively potent offenses, the final score is 55. So we, we just missed it. Um, but, you know, there's no, uh, there's no j- j- you know, cl- closer horseshoes in gambling. We lost – our, that puts our, our you know, through through seven weeks so far of betting, that puts our record at a pretty woeful two and five. We we've hit the bet twice. We've lost the bet five times uh, in those seven in those seven weeks. So you know, I'm not proud. We're not proud of it. Um, the only thing I can say is is that you know against the spread, and you know again for for non-betters, what that means is you know there's a handicap every week on you know the points. Uh, that, that a team would either be an underdog for so or favored by. So if you know if it's a spread of five points, that means that you need to win by, and you're the favorite, it means you win, need to win by six points or more to win the bet. If you're a five-point underdog, it means you can win or lose by as many as four points um, and still win the bet five points pushes. Um, so against that spread, so against that, that kind of point differential, uh, the Texans are one and six for the year. So one one time they beat the spread, and six times they have not beat the spread. Um, it's it's really historically bad. And you know, if if you live in Texas like I do, um, and your son, uh, your eight year old son, happens to be a Cowboys fan like mine is, um, you're also watching the Cowboys. And there we're talking about some numbers that I couldn't even find going back 30 years. That the Cowboys right now are 0 and seven against the spread. So. These, these these two Texas NFL teams, um, you know, 14 possible tries, they have one win against the spread. Um, it's it's really bad, uh, and and you know, it's not just it's not just the the Texans. The whole AFC South is is the worst in the uh, in, right now in in the NFL. They're actually worse than the NFC East. They're eight and 18 overall. Um, you know, again, six of those are the Texans, but they're eight and 18. Uh, uh, overall against the spread, um, you know, so a losing record. The NFC East, just for context, is 10 and 18 against the spread. Um, the AFC East uh, is uh, 10 and 16 against the spread. Um, but the right now, the the AFC South is the current um, kind of blown <laughs> blown bets leader right now in terms of a division in the NFL. 
So I mean, with, you know, James would just you know as a as a kind of a, a gambler and an amateur, newer gambler. We're all amateurs, but the, a newer gambler. You know, it's it's not been that fun a season to bet. You know, when we're talking about the Texans, but you know, I, I know you've had a couple of bad beats, but also a couple of wins. What's your impression just overall so far on the betting season? Uh, you know, not not the NFL season, but the betting season so far. I think it's a, I think it's just a, a, a weird year in general. I think uh, I think there's a lots of things that you know are happening that people just aren't you know never thought to account for. Um, you know, the Texans did help me win a pretty big parlay um, that I sent you. Um, you know, I think I, I think I won like eighty dollars or something like that on an eleven dollar bet. But like, so you know, it's, it's been great. But betting on the Texans itself is, has you know just been somewhat terrifying because you just have no idea what to really expect from this team. Now you have to hope that after a bye week and uh, you know maybe they come back refreshed and you know, whatever. I mean, that's really like the only hope that any Texans fan has as far as betting on the Texans probably. And then also a favorable schedule, but just as far as betting, betting has been fun. Uh, it's something that I've enjoyed doing. Uh, you know, I tend to log into my, my bookie account, uh, you know, uh, once or twice a day now, uh, which is something I wasn't doing before. Um, well, well, welcome to being a degenerate, James. Yeah, you're, you're, the water's fine. <laughs> Come yeah, on. Yeah, my, my, my wife is, is super excited about it. And, uh, she knows my addictive, <laughs> She knows my addictive personality and waste of yeah. money. Uh, so I uh, put those two together, and, you know, who knows what we'll have a year from now. But, um, no, it's been fun. Uh, you know, it's, it's a fun new little adventure slash hobby to get into uh, to just kind of, you know, explore out and see kind of, you know, how things are. And, um, like I said, it's a weird year, though. There's lots of different things happening, COVID and, you know, tons of injuries and, uh, you know, teams not performing to, you know, the the level that you expected outside of the Texans. Uh, you know, nobody had the Cowboys at, you know, what are they, one and six or something like that. Um, so, yeah, it, it's been interesting, but it's definitely added a, another level of entertainment to the NFL season for me. Yeah, I think somehow the Texans, or sorry, the Cowboys have squeaked two two wins out of it, but they, I mean, they, they look they look far worse, at least right now. Um, the You know, one one thing to think about, and and this is probably going to be guidance for us all moving forward in terms of betting, is that when when you see something so such a disparity, meaning that the AFC South and the Texans in particular have been so bad against the spread, that's not going to be long before Vegas picks up on that. Because I, I I've talked about this before, Vegas isn't rooting against the Texans. They want exactly the same amount of money on the winning side as is on the losing side. So. What they're trying to do with their spread, what they're trying to do with the, the juice and the odds that they put on the money lines, which is picking an outright winner or loser, what they're trying to do with the over-unders is they're really just trying to get balance. They're trying to get the same amount of money on both sides because they take a small cut, a VIG, on every single bet. And really, the only time that, that the sports books can lose is if everybody loads up on one side and that, and that side hits and they don't get the, the, you know, the money on the other side. So I, the theory is, and you know, the, all, all the folks that I kind of bet with and talk about betting with, our theory is is that Vegas is going to start to adjust those spreads and be more generous with with, with the spreads. I mean, they, I think that they've certainly on the Cowboys. I mean, and, and James and I, right before we started uh, recording this podcast, we were talking about it. It takes a really specific mixture. Um, for both the Cowboys and the Texans to be 1 and 14 against the spread. And what that mixture means is that they, they, they should be better every single week. So the spread is smaller. 
Vegas is being more generous with them. If they're a favorite, they're making them heavier favorites. If they're an underdog, they're making them slight underdogs. And that's happening every single week. And, you know, at some point, people are going to get it through their thick heads that the Cowboys and the the Texans are nowhere near as as good as, as, as Vegas has given them credit for, or maybe their opponents are better than they've given them a credit for. In the Cowboys, I think it's actually pretty easy. I mean, we're now down to the third string quarterback. There's no obvious reason on the Texans' side why the Texans have have underperformed so much. I mean, I I think, you know, the Texans Unfiltered guys cover this every single week, so we don't need to litigate exactly why the Texans haven't been winning. But it's it's nothing from a kind of a better's perspective. It's nothing obvious. Like, you know, their star X, you know, defensive X or offensive X player is out and down, and that's why this is happening. I just think that they're underperforming. Um, And so I, I do think that moving forward, you might be, you might be, you know, smart, if you actually bet the spread, you bet the Texans spread every single week. Because the theory is, is that Vegas is going to correct it. They're not going to be as bad as they have been for this first part of the season. And, you know, they're not going to let themselves be that bad. And so that, you know, more times than not, the spread for the Texans is going to hit for the second half of the season. So I think that's actually smart. You know, the, the other thing to play, and this is, this is something where, you know, the, the guys that I bet with and I, you know, we, we've kind of got a betting group. And, and where we've actually made some money this year is just, to your point, James, betting a ton of underdogs, underdogs to win, money line underdogs, money line underdog parlays. You take a couple of, you know, you take a plus 200, plus 250, plus 280, meaning kind of, you know, in, in, the, in the medium underdog uh, kind of uh, odds group. You put three of those together on a parlay and all three hit. All of a sudden, you're talking about 15 to 25x your bet. Ten dollars wins one hundred and fifty to two hundred and fifty dollars, and these these kind of upsets they always happen in the NFL, which is kind of what makes the NFL betting both interesting and wacky and frustrating. But this weird COVID season, all those weird things that you talked about earlier, they're contributing to that this season. I think they're more money line underdog wins than than I than I remember in recent history. So I I do think that I if I were us, and this is what I'm going to do moving forward, you know, so you know, starting next week. We're probably going to take the Texans on the spread more because I feel like the spreads are going to be more reasonable. And I think we're going to recommend some underdog money long money line parlays, even round robins where you're stacking a series of possible parlays up with one another. I really think that there could be a lot of money unlocked for the second half of the season just as we get into the wacky COVID personnel, et cetera, et cetera, issues. Um, and, you know, just the normal injuries that happen in the second part of the season. I, I think that that's where we're going to head with the bets uh, for, for the second half. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. Uh, yeah. What do we got for this week since we're on a bye? Yeah, I, I, and, and, you know, we James and I were also debating this before we started recording. I, I don't know if this is actually a pro-Texans bet. It might actually be slightly an anti-Texans bet, so we might be breaking the one rule we have with this podcast. But I really like – Tennessee is a spread against the, the 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 Bengals. It's it's still under a touchdown. You know, the it started pretty low, four and a half points. So they're, they're four and a half point favorites against the Bengals. Um, I you know the Bengals had a good showing. They 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 late they come back beat the Browns. I don't think I like Joe Burrows. I like watching the Bengals, but I don't think they're a very good team. And I think that I'm not sure that te- the, the Tennessee is an amazing team, the, you know, the kind of team that their record suggests, but I certainly think that they're a better team than the Bengals, and I think that they're a, a touchdown better. So as long as that spread is under seven points, I would take the, the, the Titans on, on the points um, in, in the Bengals game. So, again, I'm not 
I think we might be kind of or halfway breaking the only rule we have of this podcast, which is all the bets need to be pro Texans, given we're betting for another AFC South team. But that's, you know, if you want to keep the action in the AFC South, that's the best, that's the bet that I like the best this week. Okay. So the, the Joey Burrow lighting up the league, you know, number one, I think he's number is he number one or number three in passing yards? Uh, he's going to shatter all the rookie records for, for passing yards. You have no fear that Burrow, who's being competitive in almost every game he's played, uh, might, might come back hit, down to earth. Yeah. Might either might come back down to earth or might, you know, beat the Titans. Break it, break his tibula. Uh, or Tibia? I, I, I don't know. I mean, the, the, his offensive line is terrible. I, I, I think that I like watching, like I said, I, I like watching the Bengals. I, Burrow's is super fun to watch. Uh, and, and, you know, it's just fun to watch that team. It, it actually reminds me of the Texans like five or six years ago, right, when Deshaun came into the league. Like, they, you know, they, they were a little bit of a better team at that point. But just to see this raw talent, or, maybe, you know, we've got even – more recent analogs with Mahomes and, and, and Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. It's just really fun to watch these, like, ingenues come in, in at the quarterback position and do all the cool things they're doing. But the fact, you know, the Bengals stack up a ton of penalties. They're always playing from behind. I think the Tennessee is a grind them out, pretty straightforward, and despite all the COVID mess that they've had, they seem to be a pretty well-coached and disciplined team. And like I said, as long as that line stays under a touchdown, I, I still like the Titans. Although, I, you know, I, I, I bet the Titans, but I, I actually come to the game to watch the Bengals, if that, if that makes sense. Yep, no, that makes total sense. That makes total yep. sense. I, I definitely agree with you. Um, any other special bets, any giveaways? Do you want to give away your toll-free number that they can call and get your lock of the week? <laughs> no, but I, I take a long look and look at on the money line, so not the spread. So, again, this is betting teams to win or lose outright. I'd look at every single road underdog, and I would bet all of them, as long as they had a plus 200 um, uh, or better uh, a juice line, um, just because I, I know that at least two of those are going to hit. If you go a two-way round robin, I know I'm throwing a lot of parlance out here, but essentially what a round robin is is that you take five teams, let's say, you're betting uh, you know, all combinations of two of those teams to win together in a parlay. That's what a round robin is. Now, it can get very expensive because you're paying for all those possible combinations, but if just one or two of those hit – um, you know, of those parlays hit, you could, you could double, triple, you know, quadruple your money. And if, let's say, you did a, a five-team parlay and you're betting all two-way parlay, so a, sorry, a five-team round robin, and you're betting two-way parlays, so meaning every combination of just those two teams, and if three of those teams win, I'm, I'm, I'm terrible at math, but I think that that's actually, it's six bets that actually win. So if you think it'll be, you know, teams A and B, teams A and C, teams B and C, and you get the point. So, you know, that's when these things really start to add up in terms of the winning. Um, so that's what I do this week. Uh, you know, aside from betting Tennessee on the points, I take a look at all the road underdogs and bet them on a money line uh, round robin, a two-way money line round robin, and I, I think you could actually score some pretty big cash that way. Interesting. Okay. All right. Um, trying to think. Anything else? I mean, is there any any hope of – um, having any interesting bets on the Texans moving forward? Can the bye week do anything for them that makes them 
somewhat interesting for the rest of the season. How, I really, how are I, we going to navigate the season now? I don't know. I, I mean, my, my hope is, it's just what I, what I said before, is my hope is that Vegas just gets more generous. So when they're, you know, when they're an underdog, Vegas gives them an extra, t- you know, field goal, an extra three points. When they're a favorite, they're you know they're they're not they're not picked to be a seven or ten point favorite. They're picked to be a a one, two, or three point favorite. You know, and then betting the Texans against the spread, I think, is going to make a lot more sense. So, unfortunately, I, I mean, and I'm not smart enough to to you know about the team and how they might change their chemistry or change their personnel or change their scheme to know whether or not the team can actually approve itself. But I just think that the fact that, you know, that they've been so atrocious against the spread so far means that Vegas will likely correct a little bit on their side. So I think that that's where the the betting optimism comes for the second half of the season as, as far as the Texans are concerned. I know it's not a great answer in terms of us wanting the Texans to be a, a better team, but at least there's, there could be some moderate hope on the betting side. Okay. All right. What else do we have this week, Kyle? Anything else? So the, la- the, the, the last thing I'll end you with is, is Manscaped.com. So I, I gave, <laughs> I gave an, uh, an ad read last week for Manscaped.com. I, I made an illusion uh, that, that, you know, you, you could actually shave, you know, your, your nether regions because that's what I thought Manscaped.com was. And I, I kind of refer to this, this product they have called the Weed Whacker. Well, I got an actual Weed Whacker in the mail, and it turns out that it's a nose and ear hair trimmer. So I was off, so I apologize to Manscaped.com, but I, I thank them for that. Um, so anybody who wants to, to kind of contribute to the cause for Texans Unfiltered and Texans Bet, go to Manscaped.com and uh, choose the promo code Texans. And if you want to, to get rid of your nose hair, pick the Weed Whacker. I think otherwise you have to go to a product called, what is it, the Lawnmower 3.0? The Lawnmower. The Lawnmower, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right, the Lawnmower 3.0. Tired of your bush hanging out of your uh, jean zipper? Uh, get the lawnmower 3.0. Yeah, your uh, candy red Camaro. Are you, are you tired of leaving uh, hair in certain certain people's teeth? Uh, you know, grab the lawnmower 3.0. It's the lawnmower 3.0. Don't pick the 2.0. It's a 3.0. That's where the action's uh, at. The old model yeah. is retired, and yeah. they're not bringing that back. That's All right, right. Kyle. Uh, well, I appreciate the time. Uh, Texans fans, I know it's a, a rough rough week, especially with all the trade scenarios and things that are happening right now. Uh, but, you know, keep enjoy your bye week. I'm, I'm going to Port Aransas for, for five days. I'm going to take the bye week. You guys do the same thing, and Kyle and I will be back next week. Yep. Good luck, everybody. Talk to you soon. All right.